Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best Value Registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. Surrender is saying from a faith perspective that I am going to allow God to lead and I'm not going to require things to be done my way. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. Today, my hubby is joining me once again. Yeah. <laughs> and today, we decided that we wanted to just process, uh, have a conversation about the topic mm-hmm. of surrender. And it was such a big part of our story, particularly your story. Right. But, I mean, really, surrender is an important part of life. It is. And so, if we don't understand that, what we're going to end up doing is we're going to do a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a lot, especially fighting with God mm-hmm. um, and uh, controlling. Yes. Those would be the two things <laughs> that are probably... Not that those are big by themselves. Right. <laughs> right. And a lot of times we're doing both fighting and controlling at yeah. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> or being and then being angry because our control and our fight isn't working. Right. Right. And you know, we really dug in and looked at surrender when you were writing your book uh for people that were recovering from infidelity Mm -hmm. um i really messed up yeah um your next steps to heal your marriage after an affair but we're that's not necessarily what we're talking about today we're talking about surrender that we all need right um because uh really just for crisis Uh, change or crisis intervention surrender is the way to a successful life yeah and it's really our call Mm -hmm. as believers right um a big part of faith is surrender and a, a big part of us getting stuck in places in our faith journey Mm -hmm. is the lack of surrender and often we don't understand that, mm-hmm. but uh, that is something that we need to really value, explore, and better understand. 
And I know I've heard you say it so many times, especially when we are coaching couples or we're meeting with a couple over three days in our intensive, you know, sometimes you will mention surrender and you'll say, I thought I was a surrendered man. Totally. And And here I was a pastor mm -hmm. uh, and I wasn't. And I didn't really understand that I wasn't surrendered until I got to the end of myself and realized I have been a very demanding, controlling, ticked off man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, I think I've been learning surrender for all of my life. Like I've really, it it wasn't, I didn't like fight with God and argue with God quite to the extent that you did, but I still do that just as a human on a regular basis, mm-hmm. just day to day, we have trouble uh, surrendering our agenda, our plans, mm-hmm. our, you know, honestly, anytime we're inflexible, we have trouble with surrender. Yeah. Uh, I recently um, sent out an email Uh, to those that are in my community, which by the way, if you're not getting my weekly emails, they come out on Saturday morning. They're called Life on the Edge of Normal because we live in normal Illinois. So we Mm -hmm. have fun with that. But if you're not getting those, you need to be getting those. And all you have to do is go to jillsavage.org slash subscribe and we can make sure that you get those emails. But I was sharing with my community that... um. Jesus was committed to the ministry of availability. Right. And really what happens in that is it's having a flexible spirit to look at interruptions in your day, not as problems, but as opportunities. Yeah. And man, you have to have a surrendered heart. Right. To be able to do that. Well, and really he, he totally models a surrender oh totally and in a in a million different ways yeah little ways yep like the like like embracing interruptions you know he's on his way Mm -hmm. from point a to point b and he runs into the woman at the well yeah uh you know he sees zacchaeus up in the tree Mm -hmm. and and so he is flexible and surrendered to the opportunities the day that he was at the wedding and turned the water into wine yeah his mom uh (laughs) kind of forced the issue yeah she (laughs) called him out (laughs) my my son you must do this mother it's not my time oh yes it is (laughs) i'm not sure it went like that but Anyway, yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite um scenes in uh The Chosen. Yes. I love I love that. Yeah. Um, in The Chosen. If you haven't watched The Chosen, so good. So good. I know. Um we just really that. really gives you the human experiences of Jesus and it helps us to understand how they you know really like you see how he really is our role model mm-hmm. in handling conversations and patience and kindness and gentleness. Yeah. And, um, but I digress on that. So um, anyway, 
back to uh, the topic of surrender. So sometimes we need to surrender in small ways. Um, and that's just our, and you know, not, not every time you get interrupted, do you need to stop what you're doing and divert or pivot, but we need to have some discernment mm-hmm. about when mm-hmm. that is a possibility. And yeah. when we have a surrendered heart and it, it is saying, Hey, my really, because what is surrender? Surrender is saying, um, from a faith perspective that I am, I am going to allow God to lead and I'm not going to require things to be done my way. Right. That, uh, that totally was at the heart of, of my decision to surrender. And the picture for me is that I'm little Marky holding the hand of daddy God saying, okay, dad, what do we do now? Okay, dad, what do we do now? That, uh, that has not changed for me. I still, I want to be uh, holding the hand of God saying, what do you, where do we go? What do you want me to do? Because it recognizes, surrender recognizes that somebody else is in charge. Yeah. It, it really does. I mean, we use the word surrender when, you know, you think of like in a war or a battle and they mm-hmm. wave the white flag of surrender. Well, it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. Well, and some people have struggled with that idea of surrender. Like, I feel like I'm going to prison to, I'm going to become a prisoner of war. And honestly, we're, we're already a prisoner. We're prisoners until we surrender. Yes. It's freedom. And, uh, that is just, how the, the kingdom of God works, it's upside down to what uh, to what our nature demands. Mm-hmm. And surrender is powerful for individual Christians, and uh, it's also powerful for churches mm-hmm. that as the body, as a local body of Christ, surrender would release them to really have freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's take a look uh, and just talk through some of the things that surrender is um, so that we really have an understanding Mm -hmm. of it. And the first thing that comes to my mind is that surrender is trusting God to lead. Yeah. It's trusting him to lead. It's saying he has visibility. He can see things. He has knowledge that we don't have. Yeah. And so, therefore, we're going to trust him to lead. Yeah. And so, that is scary because we often, this is where control Mm -hmm. wants to, like, raise up because what we don't know um, are things that he does know. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, we really have to trust God to lead. Well, and, and two, I think, Jilly, that uh, it's not only trusting God because of his perspective uh, and his vantage point, but also trusting that he has all the information. We don't have it. Mm-hmm. Trusting that he his ways really are best, that ours, especially when they're powered by our flesh, are not going to be uh, successful. 
Mm-hmm. And so if we are surrendered to him, our success in navigating hard, navigating life, just navigating in general is going to be more powerful, more positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because we're, we're following uh, and allowing the one uh, who has that power mm-hmm. to lead. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So trusting is, is it's really, I mean, surrender is trusting God to lead. I think a second thing that surrender is, is trusting that God's ways are better. And you kind of alluded to that just mm-hmm. a moment ago, but I think we need to explore that just a little bit, that his ways are better. But oftentimes his ways are upside down to the world's ways. Oh, yes. And it just blows our mind. Yeah. Why are you doing it this way? Why isn't this working out? My way. Why, 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 why? Well, and back to and talking about the chosen, man, yeah. you see that. Yes. Like the disciples keep asking lots of questions of like, this isn't the way that you, you know, not the, Jesus is not doing things the way they thought he would do things. Yeah. Yep. And the way that they believe would be most effective. Well, and, and I think uh, even in our current life, uh, society many times is so frustrated with God because he's not acted the way that they think that he should. Mm-hmm. If he were really God, he wouldn't allow this to happen. If he, if there was a God, this would never happen. And it's, we impose our yeah limited understanding and I was, guilty. and limited perspective. I was guilty of that. And I uh, looked at, I read scripture and I looked at scripture and I limited God and his ability to move by what I interpreted was what he would do. Well, and the other thing that sometimes you would do is imagine how he was going to answer the prayer and, or how you wanted him to answer your prayer. Imagine or demand. Let me see. (laughs) I, <laughs> I can't. Which one was it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yes. Okay. I imagined. Sure. That was, that was a nice way of putting that out or putting it, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You demanded. Let's, let's I know. go right there. I, I totally did. <laughs> but you would ima- imagine in your head, God's going to answer it this way. Yeah. Or you would demand God's yep. going to answer it this way as if you're kind of looking over to the left. Yeah. When in reality, God answers it in a completely different way, like as if it's over to the right. Mm-hmm. But your head is turned to the left mm-hmm. and your head is saying, you're not answering my prayer. You're not answering my prayer. You're not right. answering my prayer. When if you'd actually just looked at it through a different lens or in a different direction, you would have seen God actually was answering your prayer, but his ways are better and they're different. Yes. And And we have to be open to his whispers and his leading to be able to recognize that he's working differently than what we uh, are, are idealizing or demanding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, I think in scripture, you have Joseph, the father of Jesus. Man, was his world wrecked when his wife, Mary, 
the mother of Jesus is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that but, what's what is society going to say? Right. Uh, Mary's been messing around and, and the Lord shows up through uh, angels and says, hey, this is not as you think it is. This is how I'm working. Man, he he had to totally shift his mind. Yeah. His viewpoint. And he was he was determined to divorce her quietly, respectfully. That never happens. Right. And he had to totally surrender to what the Lord yes. was doing. Yes. And Mary as well. Yeah. The mother oh. of Christ. Yeah. You know, this is not what she thought her world was going to look like. Right. And so she had to surrender as well mm -hmm. uh, to be able to to adjust to what God was doing. I think uh, in that time period, I mean, it was definitely more a man's world than anything. And how did how did that conversation go when she went back to her parents and said, um, I'm pregnant? Mm -hmm. And uh, I've never been with a man. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. had to be a mind bender. Well, and even those kind of things happen today. Like I remember yeah. during our dark season, there were some people that thought I was crazy for standing for our marriage. Right. And believing mm -hmm. for our marriage. And, and, you know, and people would say, there's no way. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I would ever do that. And you're a fool. And in our coaching, so many women, that's one of the questions is they'll say, am I a fool? Mm -hmm. Am I a fool to, to be waiting? Am I a fool to be believing? Mm -hmm. And, um, and the reason they ask that is because people tell them they're a fool. Right. So culture in general, you know, there's like a, I mean, so many people say, you know, if my, if my spouse, um, stepped out on me, then I, that's it. Mm -hmm. I would be gone. In fact, we just had a couple here. Right. And she had always said that. Right. She had always said, if my spouse, uh, ever, uh, was unfaithful, mm -hmm. I, that, that's the deal breaker. Right. And then he was. Yep. And then she felt that God was asking her to surrender. Mm -hmm. To surrender what she wanted to do for what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And she was, and so many people, you know, she, and she's not surrounded by a lot of christian people mm -hmm. and so so many people were saying you're crazy mm -hmm. i don't know why you're doing this right but their marriage is going to make it oh, like they were they just, are so strong they were just here for a intensive and yeah. they're going to make it yeah there's and, no doubt you know i i think being christian doesn't mean that they're going to give the right advice always you had many yeah. christian women saying you uh, should be done yeah and really you surrendered to a very deep level to go against culture and because the lord was working outside of your your vision point or your what you had vantage to see mm -hmm. the lord was working mm -hmm. right right well and 
honestly, that kind of leads into, a, I think, another principle on surrender that's really important that we have to believe, and that is surrender is trusting that God is at work, mm-hmm. even when we can't see it. Right. And that's the hardest part. But there's, I think it's in John 5, it actually says, it's a Bible uh, verse, a scripture that says, my father and I are always at work. Well, that means that God's at work. Right. And so there are ways, like God was doing things during our dark season. He was doing things in your heart and in your life. I couldn't see them. Right. I couldn't see them. And you were, I mean, you were battling them, but I couldn't see that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could trust that God was at work. Mm-hmm. I absolutely could trust that yeah. he was at work. And because because of God's truth, I knew that. Now, what, what we often tell people when they're in a difficult situation, whether it is marriage or maybe it's a prodigal child or maybe it's a difficult situation at work or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Maybe you know, it's uh, you're in a period of devastation from bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're financially in over your head or just we can find ourselves in in devastation in a lot of different ways. Right. And what we what we will often say, especially when there is another person involved, mm-hmm. um, a child that is wandering or a spouse that is uh checked out, what what we you know often say when we're working with someone who's in that dark place is you can trust that God is pursuing your loved one. Mm-hmm. You can trust that God is pursuing your child, your spouse, uh, whoever it is. You can trust that because right. that's what his word tells us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to respond to it. Right. That's That we don't know. Mm-mm. But what we do know is is that God is at work and that you can trust that. Yeah. And that's part of surrender is mm-hmm. trusting that he is at work. And, you know, sometimes, you know, somebody, they'll have a spouse that won't respond to that pursuit, mm-hmm. that won't respond. And then they're like, why, why didn't I get that miracle? You know, and other people have, why didn't I get that redemption? Mm-hmm. And the reality is, God will still redeem, even if it doesn't end up looking the way you want him. Right. Like he'll redeem the pain. He will um, make a way, even if it doesn't have the ending that you hoped for. And quite frankly, that God hoped for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. what he desires restoration of relationships, whether we're talking parent child or marriage he desires that so we can trust that he desires that we can trust he's at work we can trust he's pursuing all of us yeah but uh we may not be able to see it Mm -hmm. so i think that that's really important you know another part of surrender is also and this was a big part for you particularly because i remember you've talked about it so much and that is giving up the right to know and understand yeah I was uh, 
very demanding of God, like a toddler, uh, demanding that God tell me what he's doing, uh, demanding that he would show me in his word uh, or explain himself. And I was growing in a bitterness as I demand. I honestly, I tried to hold God accountable to himself through his word. You said here that you do this. Why did you not do that? But you were also missing the bigger context in those, like you had tunnel vision on this one thing, missing the bigger context. Well, and because I virtually, in essence, was setting myself up against God. So I become an enemy of God. I was setting myself up to be God, sort of. Only because you were the God of your own world. Yeah. You're becoming a little G God yep. of your own world. And I and so what happens is that totally fuels a bitterness and a resentment mm-hmm. at God. I was definitely angry at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and often, well, I think part of it is, you know, I mean, God's word tells us that his ways are not our ways. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, just even knowing that truth, his mm-hmm. ways are not our ways. It's going to be hard for us to know and understand sometimes yeah. because things with God are upside down. The first shall become last to become greater. You must become less. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all upside down. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's hard for us to know and hard for us to understand. I think that I rem- I can remember in your journey um, where that was really huge was when you read Andrew Murray's book. Andrew Murray's yeah. Absolute Surrender. Yeah. That was a big takeaway for you and that was like giving up the right to know and understand. Yeah. Because you had to get to a place to go, I there's just things I will never understand about God. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. on this side of heaven right yeah and well, i and i was already there on that like i learned that yeah. lesson i mean you and i had such different journeys i had a faith journey from childhood you well know? and you and, also have a black and white mindset that you just don't argue with things once they make sense to you and even if something like i will never understand everything about god Mm -hmm. even something like that like that makes sense to me right yeah Mm -hmm. and i live in the gray (laughs) you used to (laughs) yeah i can still navigate there pretty easily i have to work to stay in my lane Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah i just imagine my thinking is like the la freeway and i'm a car going from lane one to lane six to lane one to lane six. And <laughs> uh, and I'm producing all kinds of pileups behind me and I don't I don't even know it. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Well, and um, you know, along the same lines, really it's kind of surrender is giving up the demand that things turn out the way that you want them to. Yeah. Because you know, if we're not going to know and understand everything, we're also not going to understand the big picture. Mm-hmm. And so things may turn out different than what we would want. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I still believe there are times things turn out different than what God wants. Sure. Because people have free will. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it may break his heart. It may break our heart, but it it's still not unredeemable. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to give up that demand of God doing things our way. Because mm-hmm. honestly, our way is so limited. Right. We really need to understand that it's limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I think in a similar way, it's also giving up the right to do things your way. Mm-hmm. That's what surrender is too, because it's giving up the right to do it. it in essence, it's saying, God, you're the leader of my life. Mm-hmm. I will do what you asked me to do, which is back to you saying that you're holding on to the hand of God and you're like, okay, God, where we're we going. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so surrender is really giving up the right to do things your way. Yeah. You know, uh, two guys in scripture that uh, are good examples of that. One is Peter. He, uh, in fact, I I say that I am a lot like Peter. Uh, Peter argued and debated with with Christ, and uh, and uh, before his own surrender, uh, which you see uh, after Christ restored him. Uh, that he he just he wanted things that roll out the way he wanted. Mm-hmm. Surrender led him to accept Christ and accept that life was going to roll out the way Christ wanted. Mm-hmm. The Apostle Paul was the same way, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just crazy how Jesus gives us so many examples of people who lived very flesh-driven lives and then surrendered and were led then by the spirit and made made huge impacts all of them look different right but they are examples of surrender right right and so ultimately i mean salvation is a a form of surrender it's like Mm -hmm. recognizing that god's got his hand out and is like hey you're designed to do life with me yeah don't take this journey Mm -hmm. without letting me be a part of your world and and be and ultimately be your leader um i mean this is why jesus went to the cross Mm -hmm. uh, and that was the ultimate act of surrender oh totally i mean we jesus doesn't ask us to do anything he wasn't willing to do himself and he by the way says pick up your cross daily and follow me Right. Surrender daily and follow, follow me. me. Exactly. And so that's the surrender that I think most of us struggle with. Mm-hmm. I think we might understand easier the bigger things, mm-hmm. but it's that daily surrender. Yeah. It and honestly, it shows up in love mm-hmm. um and acts of love towards mm-hmm. one another, generosity in relationships, forgiveness and grace. Yes. Um, humility mm-hmm. all of those are acts of surrender yes and man if we will learn to live more surrendered lives we will it we will actually it's a gift we can give ourselves mm-hmm. because we will live with less pain 
Mm-hmm. We will live. I'm not saying that it takes away the pain. Sometimes we cause our own pain. Right. With our control, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, demanding our own way. Mm-hmm. You know, the the places where we desperately need to surrender. Mm-hmm. We need to let, you know, we oftentimes the phrase is let go and let God. And that is. Well, surrender. I think that surrender gives you an inner strength and courage that isn't from yourself it -hmm. gives you an ability to navigate hard Mm -hmm. and pain without taking that on in a self-destructive way yes and surrender is is such a powerful path to live well in a world that is full of pain. Yeah. And that, that makes me think, you know, we've done a couple of previous podcast episodes, or at least maybe one, where we talked about your journey with your eye. Oh, yeah. And uh, last year, Mark uh, had four detached retinas. And and part of the journey, because that was a hard year, mm-hmm. part of the journey was you surrendering to that instead of fighting it and being angry about it. Right. And um, so we'll put a link in the show notes to um, the the episode where we really talked about that journey. Mm-hmm. But you are getting ready to face another surgery, another eye yeah. surgery. So your cornea was damaged. Mm-hmm. And um, and so you're getting ready to have actually a cornea transplant. Yeah, because your cornea was da- damaged by the four procedures for the retina. Right. I just want to go down in record that I asked for a bionic eye. <laughs> yes, you did. And they actually more than once. Yes. But <laughs> they laughed and said, only in the movie, Smart. <laughs> so Mark hasn't had eyesight in his right eye yeah. for a year and a half. Yeah. And um, and we're hoping that the cornea transplant restores the eyesight. Mm-hmm. There's no assurance of that. Until we get through it and we see what happens. It seems like the retina is working, but Mm -hmm. because the the cornea isn't allowing vision, uh, we're just not sure. Mm -hmm. But what we do, what what has made the last year and a half bearable for you. And you. And me. You're right. Yeah. Is surrender. Yeah. Because had this happened... 15 years ago, I would have been a basket case. You would have been angry at God. You would have been taking it out on everyone. Yeah. You would have been all tangled up on the inside. Yeah. But surrender is what has allowed you to navigate the pain. Yeah. So whatever it is, wherever life is hard, wherever you are having the temptation to control, Mm -hmm. surrender is the key mm-hmm. and uh just you know I, I we just want to encourage you today um instead of holding on to whatever it is so tight that your knuckles are white open your hands up mm-hmm. and say okay lord i trust you mm-hmm. i trust that you will lead me in this journey and you will begin to find Really, what the Bible calls a peace that passes understanding, because it doesn't necessarily change the circumstances. It changes how you walk. Absolutely. Through the circumstances. Yeah. Yep. And that's um, a gift 
that God gives us, but it's a gift we give ourselves when mm-hmm. we learn to surrender. So yeah. you want to close in prayer? I will. Father, I pray for every listener, uh, every friend here that uh, is led to uh, to take this step to surrender. Lord, that you would lead them to, to voice that mm-hmm. uh, to you and to... Uh, to take a strong step to say, I surrender and I'll do what you want. Mm-hmm. And Lord, uh, just thank you for leading us well, for leading us uh, in your promise and your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free ebooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.